This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to the Inspirational, Informational, and Transparent Aviation Careers Podcast. Today we discuss longevity and answer listener mail. As you can tell by listening to that airplane, I'm here at Lakeland Linder Airport, right at the center field, overlooking a 927. Hopefully you'll come out and visit me sometime. If you do, don't forget to email me because I do do a lot of things all over the airport. Before we begin, a few announcements. Uh, you know, since there's this recent downturn in the industry, we've decided not to change our pricing on career coaching uh, until the industry does recover. Uh, you can find out more. We put a new video out there about career coaching. Don't forget, we're going to put some videos on our YouTube channel, Expert Aviators, the YouTube channel that we have. We've had that out there for a while. We just started to start it up again, but you can find out more about the career coaching and we'll start doing more and more YouTube uh, videos to help you out because I like to talk directly to you. Uh, luckily, I've been able to come out here to the airport and record and it's been wonderful to be able to watch airplanes take off and land. That could change at any moment, especially with all these new restrictions and orders as far as uh, coronavirus, etc. But uh, luckily, I'm a podcast, social media. I can do some of these videos from my office at home. So I'd love to bring you into the studio. I may actually do one uh, here shortly. As far as the career coaching is concerned, we do everything from helping you decide if you want to get into this career, whether you want to change careers, you're trying to figure out what to do after term leave with the military, uh, you want to do an interview prep, resume review, and uh, possibly a cover letter review. We'll do all those type of things with you. We also help out with uh, scholarships, but we're actually putting a package together with that with the scholarships instead of just doing uh, the career coaching, which is $75 for each hour of session. We're trying to put something together right now like we used to do years ago where basically you would uh, pay a certain amount of money and then we would guarantee that you would get a scholarship that covers the amount of money that you paid. Uh, we basically look at, and really what we do is we find the scholarships for you, we sort them out, and we give you a little advice as to how to apply. We let you apply if you have problems and we come back and, and revisit that. Anyway, looking out the right in front of me, a Cessna 172 doing a, actually there was a short field takeoff, pretty interesting. A little bouncy today. Uh, I can see the wings dipping a little bit there, but lots of fun up in the air. Beautiful blue day to go to go flying right now. Another thing with the scholarships guide I wanted to mention, this is some confusion, that's why I want to bring it up right now, is that if you purchase the scholarships guide on Amazon or Apple Bookstore, we really don't use that for our updates. We update the online guide all the time. We try to have people maybe not go towards those scholarships guides as much because I, I know it's convenient for you if you have the Amazon or the Apple environment. And that's great. You can purchase it there. But with your electronic receipt, you will get one year free access to the online guide, which is coming out with more videos, a little bit of classes as to how to get a scholarship. But also, that's where you get the updates every single month. And uh, don't forget, if you have uh, gone online and want to try to get the scholarships guide, use the coupon code PAYITFORWARD. Uh, through the generosity of many others, they've actually paid it forward to you so that you can get the scholarships guide for free. As a matter of fact, for as little as $10, you can help somebody get one for free. We, For every $10 we raise through the Pay It Forward campaign, we actually do uh, put one more scholarships guide available through that coupon code, Pay It Forward. We've had dozens and dozens that have been placed out there. There's a Piper Cherokee taking off right now from uh, Polk State College. I can see the uh, 
See the eagles on the on the tail of the aircraft. As far as uh, some of the other confusions as far as coaching and scholarships, some people have said to me that they don't want to sign up for coaching because they want to make it available to other people because of my time constraints. Well, I'll tell you what. One thing that I've been doing because of this whole, uh, you know, the COVID and, and reductions in flying and, and kind of give you an update as to what's going on there, a lot of companies are offering uh, leaves of absence. I talked about this in the furlough and the mitigation, mitigations of furlough podcast before. They're offering also month-to-month uh, reduced flying lines or no-fly lines, they're called. And they're doing like COLA's company-offered leaves of absence for six months to a year, etc. There's all these different things that you can do. Uh, what I'm doing is I'm trying as hard as I can to reduce my flying as much as possible. See, and this is kind of the interesting thing about what happens during a downturn. is So the people that are there, like myself, that are actually on staff flying right now, wind up flying a lot. And uh, this has happened every time I've been through a furlough, except for the furlough, actually, that I was furloughed in. So obviously I wasn't flying at all. But during the furloughs, a lot of times the pilots that are there, the flight attendants, the other crew that are around, they pick up a lot of slack. In other words, you wind up working harder if you're left there on campus. But to the point, I'm going to be reducing my flying so that I'll have a lot of time extra around uh, to do some of the career coaching. For the next few weeks, obviously, uh, Southern Fund was supposed to be uh, happening this week that I'm talking to you right now. It's now been postponed to May 5th. That may actually change, uh, but April 17th, they're going to make that update there. So my point is, don't be afraid to sign up for career coaching. If you've done coaching sessions in the past, people ask me, you know, when do I need to, uh, to sign up for another one? It's usually when you're trying to go through a decision-making process in your life. Also, I like to catch up about once every year if, if everything's just kind of going okay. I, but a lot of times people, they'll do many coaching sessions just to get them started, and then they might go two more years because that's when they start the interview process. I know this is a really trying time right now, and it, it's really important, whether it's me or there's lots of other people out there that are career coaches, not just in aviation, but a career coach in general to help you out. I mean, there's go to people that have experience in different industries. I mean, before I did this, I owned businesses both in the computer industry, international trade, and obviously in, in aviation now. And all those I've successfully built through downtimes. And the reason being is this, and something I want to mention to you, and, and really this is important, learn from your mistakes and the mistakes of others, just like we study accident statistics. Make sure you save your money for a rainy day and make sure you can go a good you know, six months to a year, especially in this industry. When there's downturns, they last really long. So just remember this. Hopefully you're in that situation where you've saved up a lot of money. Uh, if you're not, uh, there's different avenues you can go, and that, that could be a whole other episode as far as different avenues of with the different airlines and what they have uh, just to reach out for help. As a matter of fact, let's talk about it now. Uh, I'll get to the longevity that I'm going to talk about in a second because I really think this is important. Do me a favor. If you are somebody that's facing furlough, if you're somebody who's facing a downturn, reduced flying, whatever it may be, many airlines have assistance, and there's groups out there that that you can go towards for assistance, whether it's your union or there's pilot groups or there's company organizations. Sometimes companies set up organizations to help people that have downturns in their life. Uh, say they get sick, they're 
family has a crisis. They have a financial crisis. The unions do it. Different organizations have those out there that, and, and look towards those. Look towards the larger organizations that are out there and ask them, do you have any assistance for someone like myself? You're seeing the, the different COVID-19, coronavirus type of scholarships coming up, uh, aid. Uh, you're also seeing uh, different grants, et cetera, because of the COVID. But also remember that companies will help you out too, and your union, and the the different organizations that are out there that you might be involved with, you know, the community service organizations, start reaching out to them. Uh, I'm involved with American Legion. We do stuff. Your churches. Reach out to all those folks to help you out through this trying time. Don't be afraid to do that, especially since you're starting to, you're trying to move forward in your career. Whether you're just getting started, you're somebody getting your, uh, your ratings, maybe you're getting your instrument rating and now you're stuck because you can't pay for that now. Uh, you may have lost your job. And no matter what it is, you know, look towards these organizations. There's so many people out there that want to help you. Don't be afraid to ask. The other thing that I mentioned as far as scholarships, don't be afraid to apply. There's so many scholarships that go unused because nobody applies for them. This is a time that I think scholarships are going to thrive. There's so many people that want to help you, people that have planned for these downtimes, and in, they want to help you move forward in your career. You know, a lot of people think that they're just out there buying things at a cheap price when there's a downturn in the con economy, but... Many people, and they're not just doing that, many people are out there helping out and helping people move forward in their careers. So, again, big point here. Go look at towards all those community service organizations, all the different organizations within your company. Reach out to them. Find out. Look on their websites. Ask your boss. Ask your supervisor. Ask your friends. Ask your relatives. Ask your church. Ask whatever organization is out there for help if you need it right now. Don't be afraid. So now let's get to the topic today. It's longevity. I wanted to talk a little bit about longevity because last episode I, I talked a little bit about longevity and about furloughs and stuff like that, but I kind of want to take a little bit deeper dive into longevity. So because I had a really complex uh, outcome, I should say, as far as my longevity is concerned, I kind of want to share that with you and also share with you a little bit more about what longevity is. We talked about furlough as it relates to the airline industry. Furlough is an involuntary leave. Uh, there's usually not voluntary furloughs like there are in other industries. Usually those are what's called COLAs, company-offered leaves of absence, or leaves of absence or reduced flying. But when furlough is usually an involuntary leave of absence. Uh, but in the involuntary leave of absence, or uh, if there's say you get laid off or whatever, there's some things that come into play based on your longevity. In other words, uh, say you get furloughed. Many contracts say that if you get furloughed, that you get one month of pay for every year that you've been working there. So one month of pay, and that happens quite a bit. So if you worked there two years and you got furloughed, you're going to get two months of pay. If you worked there three, if you worked there 10 years, you get 10 months of pay, et cetera. And those obviously can be negotiated, especially if they're in bankruptcy. But look towards that for your longevity. The other thing, say you do get furloughed as a pilot, say. You can do like what I did and go to work for that company as I went to work as a reservation agent. I worked for Continental Airlines, Continental Express, wound up working as a reservation agent. So what was good about that is there's different types of longevity. There's longevity as far as how long you've been at the company. There's longevity as far as how, as far as, you know, accruing longevity for your pay. And there's longevity as far as accruing longevity for your 401k, longevity for your travel benefits. See how, how confusing this can be? So what, what is that? Longevity is how long you've been there. 
So when you're furloughed, a lot of times what happens when you're furloughed with some contracts is that you will not accrue longevity as far, and let's just talk about pilots, you will not accrue longevity as far as your pay is concerned. So for instance, say you worked for a year and you're now past your first year pay, you're on second year pay and you get furloughed. You're furloughed for 10 years. You're not going to be coming back at 10-year, 11th-year pay. You might be coming back at second-year pay. Some contracts, though, state that you still accrue longevity as far as your pay is concerned for five years, 10 years, or as long as you're on furlough. Very important. You know, why am I saying that? Because there's a big difference between second-year pay and 12th-year pay. Some people have been furloughed for 10 years uh, from some of the legacies, five years, not totally uncommon with legacies. Uh, so you're looking at coming back and having your quote-unquote longevity. In other words, they kept accruing your longevity as far as your pay is concerned. As far as your 401ks, as far as your retirement's concerned, there's some concern there. Uh, also your travel benefits. If you're not accruing longevity, this could happen. Say you got hired, you were there for one year, and then you get furloughed. Well, your friend who is also there for just one year, they don't get furloughed because now, because they're a mechanic, they're not a pilot and they need the mechanics, say. And there, there were short mechanics when they started and that person stays and he still or she still keeps accruing the longevity, their, their years or months of service. And that's basically what longevity is, years and months of service. So they still keep accruing it. Well, then you decide to come back to work and when you come back to work after, say, five years of being out, you're back to having longevity of one year as far as everything's concerned. Your 401k match, your, your vesting, your past travel. So now your friend who got hired, say, the same date but was a mechanic and stayed on, actually when they go out and fly on, say, a pass, because all your pass privileges are based on how on your seniority, based on your longevity, there you go. Now you're, now you're actually behind that person. This is not seniority, by the way, and that's what get, people get confused with. Longevity is how many years you've accrued a, a service. Long, uh, seniority, as I, as I talked about in the last episode, is just a number. It's your relative number on the list of whatever uh, work group you're in, whether it's pilots, mechanics, flight attendants. That is your seniority. It doesn't have to do with longevity at the company. So make sure you understand that there's a difference in the seniority as far as a pilot and your senior and flight attendants and your seniority and your longevity for the company as a whole. can be confusing, isn't it? And really to throw a monkey in the wrench here, I had, get this, I had three dates, longevity dates. Or I had three different hire dates. They adjusted my hire date for my 401k purposes and also for my longevity for a while I was at uh Continental because what happened is Continental sold off their regional and this could happen. You're seeing regionals actually going out of business. You're seeing uh, the possibility of them being spun off, etc. So you're seeing that ha starting to happen and that can happen to you where here you had longevity. You had many years of service with this company and all of a sudden you're not working for that company anymore. So no longer was I with Continental. I no longer was an employee uh, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm out the door there. And I know a lot of people are asking, well, what happened to the, the United Continental thing? And that, that's actually a complex issue as far as how they actually merged both those lists. It's quite, kind of interesting how that played out. Uh, that's a whole other episode. But that happens a lot of times with, with all mergers because they merged with United. And that was kind of interesting how that came about. So remember, longevity, that's just years and months of service. That's all it is. And it's, it's actually important for you because it's what you use to base your your 401k, 
your travel benefits, you know, investing in your 401k, your travel benefits, when you can get on board, maybe uh, receiving free travel benefits after a while because some charge for, say, buddy passes. Uh, there's all different things that the, come about because of this longevity. Again, has nothing to do with your seniority on the different lists throughout the company. Because say I left as a pilot, I went to work in, in management or whatever, I still would have my longevity for the company's purposes. I might lose my seniority as far as bidding, although that doesn't normally happen with the pilots, but it can. Say I leave as a, I'm a flight attendant, and then I leave that and I go over to be a pilot, then I lose all my seniority as a flight attendant. Now I, I'm back to the bottom of the list as a as a pilot. So that, that happens quite often. People are transitioning jobs from going from a, a flight attendant to a pilot. So I hope you understand that longevity. It's just years and months of service. That's all it is. It's important for your 401k, for your travel benefits, and also for you know other things as far as <laughs> your seniority when you, not seniority, but when, when you get get on for the, the airplane and, and uh, what your data hire is because that data hire can be adjusted so I hope that helps out a little bit I'll tell you what it's going to be a short show but I really want to uh, read this next email I just one listener mail because I think it's really interesting because they're in an industry that's really being affected by this right now and by the way I just have a 172 going by taking off just did a touch and go here runway uh, 27 actually the winds are out of the west now they're out of the south uh, a little windy, but kind of bumpy out today, but a beautiful day to go fly. Always a beautiful day to fly somewhere. So anyway, this question comes in, and I'll just read this one, then we'll move on. Uh, it says, um, hi, Carl. I've been a listener of your podcast for several years now. I actually have a really unique lifestyle as I work on cruise ships and have been for the past four years. I really love my job here at sea and has allowed me to travel to over 65 countries and work with guests and crew from all over the world. As much as I enjoy it for now, I know it's not something I want to do forever. I've dreamt of getting my private pilot license since I was a little girl. My dad had a Cessna 172 that he took my mom and I all over the western United States with. So about a year ago, when I was financially in a position to do so, I began working towards it and earning my private pilot's license. The more I learned and flew, the more I realized how much I loved it. It dawned on me that this was going to be my next career, and I've been committed to continuing my training ever since. My dream is to become a corporate pilot based out of my home city in California. My main question is about timing in the industry. My plan has been to continue working on ships until I have saved enough money to live and train full-time. I don't really want to pick up another job if I don't have to, as I want to completely focus on my goal. I'm worried, though that the time it will take me to be able to save enough will push me back a year or two and add another two years of training and time building. And it's at least 2024. I don't want the pilot shortage to be fulfilled before I enter the job market. To make matters worse, my job is actually sales. I sell the next cruise to people who are currently on board. And for the last two months, I've been on a cruise ship that's been dealing with all the issues surrounding the coronavirus. I'm sure you can imagine I'm not making so much money right now, which could push back the savings from aviation training even further, depending on how this virus pans out. I really enjoy my job now, so I'm not emotionally in a huge rush to leave. And if I can avoid having to take out a loan and pay interest fees, that would relieve a huge amount of stress. However, I don't want to miss my chance because I'm too late. Can you offer advice on what you'd recommend in my situation? Should I wait until I'm 100% financially ready to bite the bullet on the interest rates? I have subscribed to your scholarship's guide and find that extremely useful. 
But most of the scholarships have timelines on when you have to use the money, so I haven't been able to apply for them just yet. Will I miss my chance at getting a job as a pilot if I wait too long? Once again, thank you so much for your podcast. They truly keep me grounded to my love of aviation when I'm so far away at sea. I listen to each episode as I walk laps around the deck of the ship in evenings watching the sunsets in the ocean. Thanks so much. And please see the beautiful sunset photo from my walk around the deck tonight as I was listening to your latest episode. We're currently headed to Hawaii from Cambodia. We've been at sea for three weeks straight. Well, gosh, thanks so much. And I, I'm going to reach out to her and see if I can actually use that photo uh, for the podcast and for this episode. To go back and unpack, by the way, this was sent to me uh, just a few uh, weeks ago, not that long ago, and things that really have developed with the coronavirus. Let's talk a lot about the situation and try to answer some of the questions that she asked and also might be able to help you. And obviously, we can talk more specifically one-on-one through a coaching session, but this right here, I think, impacts a lot of people. Remember, we're in a downturn in in the industry. She talks about uh, the pilot shortage. Well, just remember, there as of right now today, what is today? This is April 1st, 2020, and we are not looking at a, a shortage in a lot of the different airlines right now because of the fact that Hiring has stopped. As a matter of fact, furloughs are starting. We're starting to go the other direction. Will a shortage happen again? Yes, it's happened over and over in the industry. And it will, again, there'll be hiring that'll be coming. You have so many years to get prepared for the next wave of hiring. And this is, this, you are the perfect example of, of somebody that's going to benefit from getting your ratings and being ready for the next wave of hiring. Hiring comes and goes in this industry because we are very susceptible to to downturns much more than other industries because a lot of what we do is leisure. It's not necessary. Uh, There is some business involved. But remember this. We've seen a huge downturn in the industry right now. Uh, A lot of airlines have cut 70% of their flights. They're looking at 10, 20% of their, their people they're trying to actually get rid of on the street. That's years of hiring right now that we're looking at. Is this trend going to continue? I think it'll only continue if we see this, this whole coronavirus not change path. And not only that, remember this, it's going to take a while to get back on our feet again. I mean, we were up against the ropes, and this has been really tough. It's going to be a different industry, just like it's always a different industry when we come out the other side of these recessions. So you may have uh, a while to wait till you actually get a job, and while you're waiting for that, you want to start actually doing your ratings and getting your ratings done. And as far as the money's concerned, as far as worrying about putting it off for a few years, I think it's going to be uh, a while until we see that type of hiring again like it was before. Because remember, all these people are going on leaves of absence. All these people that are getting furloughed, they have to come back to work first. Uh, Some will stay on leaves, and that's another complex thing, by the way, a lot of people don't realize. People can be on furlough, and the airlines can be hiring. And how is that? Because a lot of people are, are just... What's happening is a lot of people are going out on leave and saying, hey, listen, I got another job. I got another business, whatever. For instance, for me right now, boy, I am so busy with career counseling. Uh, it, it's keeping me really, really busy. So people like me that actually have another job sometimes want the time off. And that's why I'm taking more time off. And that's why I'm making myself available. Uh, so I really think you need to play it more conservatively right now. You're talking about financing and jumping in and not taking any pauses in your training. This is when you need to start, you know, keep saving, saving, saving. If you, you know, leave a job that you're actually getting paid 
and you go out in the industry right now, it's going to be a little more difficult for you to find a, a job. I know there's jobs out there, but they're not very high paying. And also, it's going to be a real tough day uh, for you if you <laughs> if you get stuck on the other side of financing. I think it's really, really important for us to actually, gosh, I, I think it's important for us to hold back a little bit and start thinking about what we're doing financially. You know, there's somebody who told me something, and I'd like to give you this advice, and this helped me so much in, in business. The one thing I have to say, no matter what I've done wrong in business, I've always paid my bills. And I'll tell you how I've always paid my bills. Two things, double the time, double the money. When you come up with a plan, say you want to get your rating, and it's going to cost you X amount of years, X amount of months, and it's going to cost you X amount of dollars. Come up with double the time to get that done, to be on the really conservative side, and double the money. I know the money part's really hard, but have double the money either available in loans uh, at the end. Uh, say it's going to cost you, I don't know, say $10,000 to get a rating you're going through. Say it's an accelerated program and they can do it at $8,000. Make sure you have that $8,000 plus another $8,000 that's available either in loans or in the bank. So it's a total of $16,000. You're not going to have any issues if you have $16,000 in the bank and you're looking for an $8,000 at an $8,000 course. Boy, is it tough? Sure, it is tough. Um, but use me as an example. I, I, I tell you, I get tempted. We all do. We want a bigger house. We want a bigger car. We want to, you know, have nicer clothes, etc. But I will say one thing: because of the years that I have not spent and I haven't, I don't have a fancy house. I live in a smaller house. I, I, I don't have, drive a fancy car. I'm able to make it through this time uh, for years. I'm, and, and the other thing is, obviously, I'm older, so I'm closer to retirement than most that are listening right now. But with all that said, you know, I when I went through a downturn in my life, I went through the recession, I, I moved back with my folks for a little while, saved up some money, and uh, paid off all my loans while I was there, and then saved enough to go out and buy something and move forward. Sometimes that's happened. Sometimes you have to share the cost, etc. So I want you to do this. I want you to get creative. I want you to start really looking at creative financing and, and what you can do. One of the most creative ways is to start looking at scholarships. And like you said, a lot of them have timelines as to when you have to finish the, the scholarship and, and get your rating, etc., or else it goes away. So there's something that I think is really important. I think that's something that you have to look at is when you're going to make that jump. So I want you to be conservative with that. Uh, hopefully that, that helps you as far as uh, the different uh, you know, questions you had, as far as uh, your ability or inability to get a job, et cetera, later on if you've missed a pilot shortage. Just remember that we have hiring spurts and then we have furloughs, and it goes up and down throughout the industry. Here's what happens. Just remember this. A lot of it's about luck. I mean, everybody tells you all this, you know, oh, you know, I made it planned, et cetera. What you can plan is for your own personal finances, and you, you can try as hard as you can there and do the best you can. But as far as you getting hired with an airline, say you get hired with an airline, and they're doing gangbusters. They're just hiring like crazy, and they're still hiring even during these trying times. Well, say that airline, say it's a regional airline, they lose their contract. All of a sudden, that's not the best place to be anymore even though you felt you were the luckiest person around. Now you're furloughed and you're trying to get a job. Are there other jobs? Yeah, I got flying jobs when I was on furlough, but I went out and flew the airplanes. I didn't care what kind of airplane it was. I just wanted a job, period. And that's what you need to do during these periods. You have to be a lot more humble. Um, but don't, and I don't know what age you are, but do not give up on this and don't give up on your dream. 
right now prepare, get your ratings, et cetera, for the next upturn. Uh, this too shall pass. It's just, and, and again, maybe because I'm older, I've seen a lot of these happen so many times. I've been through so many recessions. I've started three businesses in a recession. And it, it really doesn't matter if you are conservative, not just during the recession with your cash, but also conservative when you're making a lot of money. And that's what I want you to remember that if you could in five years from now, just remember that that if a long time from now when I'm not around, remember what I told you is be very conservative with your cash, double the time, double the money and whatever you do, uh, try to pay off as much as you can. And I think you'll live a much, a much happier life. The other thing I wanted to ask you, you being on a cruise ship and also those other uh, folks that are out there, especially the folks in the military. By the way, thanks again for your service uh, for those folks that are out on the out on a boat right now. Uh, I'd like to know what you think about the YouTube videos because I was a little concerned about you as far as the podcast is concerned and answering some of the questions on the YouTube channel. And I'm not sure if you're able to get the bandwidth while you're on the ship or wherever you may be because I know this is easier for you to download uh, for the podcast when you're and you can walk around, etc. And I'm not so sure this is helping you at all as far as the, the YouTube channel. So I really want to hear back from you. If you're somebody who downloads this and you're out at sea, uh, say you're in a country where they don't have really good internet access, I do a lot of, I, I work with a lot of people in, say, Indonesia, uh, also wherever it may be, let me know if you're gonna, if the YouTube uh, videos are helping, because uh, I, I like to answer your questions directly and I like to see you when I'm actually doing those videos, but. Anyway, as far as uh, what I talked about with you and the, and the cruise ship, stick with the job you have right now, save, get prepared for the next upturn. We'll get through this. I know we will. We don't, nobody knows how long it's going to be. Hey, remember when I, I've said years and years, I've said, listen, I can predict in the next 10 years or next 20 years is actually a really easy prediction that we're going to have a recession. Well, yeah, that's a simple prediction. Well, you know that's coming, so plan for it. You know, make hay when the sun shines. You know, put money in the bank when things are great. Don't go out and buy that new car, that new truck. And, you know, there's a person that told me this a long time ago. Stick to, it sticks in my head to this day. I was doing work for one of the, I think it was AT&T I was doing work for. And there was a gentleman there who I was doing work with helping design a computer system. And he said to me, he says, you know, the first thing people do, he used to be in the construction business, and they start making money, they go out and buy a brand new truck. Wrong thing to do. He said, keep the money in the bank. So when there is a downturn, you go out and buy the new truck because it's going to be a lot cheaper. You get a lot more options. And, and, and that really, really stuck with me. The other one was the gentleman I know I tell the story every so often who I saw flying a 152, talked to him, and he said, you know, he says, this little airplane here I've had for many years. I had four partners. There was three other people in the airplane with me. None of them are flying. I'm the only one flying because all those people started making money, bought bigger airplanes. When there was a downturn, they had to sell their airplanes. I kept this one, and I'm still flying. That's the reason I just have the little Cherokee in my hangar right now uh, in you know, an old, old airplane. But it still flies. It gets me up in the air. I'm not going anywhere real fast. But it, it makes me happy. It gets me up in the air. And that's what's really important is what, what makes you happy. Think about those things right now. You have to take care of your family, but make sure you realize what makes you happy in your life right now. So thanks for the question. Please uh, keep writing in. Feedback at Aviation Careers Podcast. Let me know what you think about the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash expertaviator. And if you want to keep seeing some of those videos, doing some instructional videos. I'm also doing uh, videos where I'm answering your questions. It's a culmination of all the stuff we do, even Stuck Mike Avcast. And uh, it, it really is a lot of fun to be able to talk to you folks. 
And it is my background in, in television production. That's where I got my start when I was 16 years old. And uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. And I love being able to do this. Like what I'm doing right now. This is so wonderful. I'll just keep the questions coming in. But this is what I want you to do right now. And this is really, really important. During this period, I want you to stay safe. And I want you to think about something that you can do that will help you move forward in your career. Whether it's studying online whether it's going out and doing some research on a scholarship. If you're somebody who's in a job, you're stuck in a job and you want to get out of it, you hate it, but you know it makes you money, maybe you should start saving more for your next rating. And, and, what, and this is a fun thing to do. I want you to start calculating how much money that is and how, much, how many flight hours that is that's going to be. And just keep track of all that as you're saving it. So as you put a, you know, $200 in the bank, hey, that's another hour of flight training. You know, those kind of things. I want you to do that. But the most important thing I want you to do is I want you to look inwardly during this trying time and realize we will get through this. If you're younger and you've never seen a recession, ask your parents, ask your older friends, you know, what has happened afterwards. We will get through this. We will persevere, and that's what I want you to do. But what I really want you to do, I want you to take the time right now to do something, just, just anything. Take one step. It could be small, it could be large, towards your career goal. And I want you to do that right now after we turn off this podcast. All folks, safe line out there. We'll talk to you next episode. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although hosts or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. Music by Billy Wheeler. All rights reserved.